Dear listeners, Sai Ram. We now bring you Vahini Satsang. Today's episode was first aired on the 17th August 2017 as part of Thursday Live programs on Asia Stream of Radio Sai. This program was hosted by Bishu and Sai Prakash of Team Radio Sai. Saram dear listeners and welcome once again to Vahini Satsang. Today is the 28th episode of this series and my bhagwan's grace we have in the studios now once again Mr. Kishore Madham Shetiwar endearingly called as Kishore sir by all of us here. We had him perhaps 2 weeks ago as we were discussing chapter 9 and so very beautifully gave us a nice exposition of the management of ego that somi was talking about in that part of the chapter 9 paragraphs and sir is someone who has lot of experience teaching these kind of subjects in the university professionally he is a btech a bachelor's in engineering which he did in dairy technology and after that he worked in nestle one of india's leading dairy companies for 7 years and subsequently he joined bhagwan's university to pursue his masters in business administration and he taught in the university for more than 15 17 years teaching the students in the department of management studies teaching self awareness and personality development and many other subjects rural development and during all this period bhagwan was very gracious to guide him to also interact with him and enable him to ensure that the focus of the students are always in the right direction he is someone who had had corporate experience so he was someone who was able to guide a lot of students onto the path of balancing spiritual education as with secular education so it's a wealth of guidance from bhagwan wealth of knowledge after the study of many scriptures study of the lives of many saints many faiths so we are really very grateful to bhagwan that sir is with us here to share his insights as we move on to the chapter 10 of prema vahini so let's start this session by listening to the first segment of chapter 10 and then we'll listen to kishore sir share his insights bhaktulu kagoru vari lakshamu prakrutilo ee ashanti akramamu asatyamunu dooram cheskoni satya dharma prema prashantulaku prayatninchute sadhana danine bhakti andaru atti bhaktulu kagoru varu paramaatmuni pondagoru varu loka kalyanamunu cheyagoru varu లోకుల దూషణ ఆక్షేపణ సిగ్గు ఎగ్గులను తృణప్రాయంగా తలంచి ధైర్యముతో తమ యథార్థముపై పూర్ణ విశ్వాసముంచి ధీరులై తమ సాధనను సాగించవలను రిమూవింగ్ ఇన్జస్టిస్ రెస్ట్లెస్నెస్ అండ్ అన్ట్రూత్ ఫ్రమ్ ద వరల్డ్ అండ్ స్ట్రైవింగ్ టు ఫాస్టర్ ఇట్ విత్ ట్రూత్ రైచియస్నెస్ లవ్ అండ్ సుప్రీం పీస్ ఇస్ సాధన This is what is called as bhakti or devotion. People with such devotion who aspire to attain the Lord 
and work for the welfare of mankind considering all blame and criticism shame and praise as absolutely insignificant courageously have complete faith on their ultimate reality and achieve their sadhana heroically so bhagwan here is giving a definition of what is sadhana and he is equating that sadhana to bhakti so kishor sir as you listen to bhagwan's words in this 10th chapter of prema vaini what comes to you as the first thought yeah please go on sir let me first invoke ekadantaya vidmahe vakratundaya dhimahi tanno dantim prachodayat ಪುಟಪರ್ತಿಸ್ಥಿತಂದೇವಾಪರ್ತಿಚಕ್ರವರ್ತಿ ಶರಣಂ ಪ್ರಭೋ ಪುಷ್ಟಿಭಾಯ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಸಿಜಿಭಾಯ್ ಆ್ಯಕ್ಚುಲಿ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಅ ಬ್ಲೆಸಿಂಗ್ ಟು ಮೀ ಟು ರಿಫ್ಲೆಕ್ಟ್ ಆನ್ ದೀಸ್ ಟೀಚಿಂಗ್ ಆಫ್ ಸ್ವಾಮಿ ಮೂಮೆಂಟ್ ಪುಷ್ಟಿ ಆಸ್ಟ್ ಮೀ ವಾಟ್ ಈಸ್ ದ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಥಾಟ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಕಮ್ಸ್ ಟು ಮೀ is this bhakti as per satya sai baba there may be many people on this earth with wisdom and mission who are trying to follow on the footsteps of satya sai baba and he says what normally understood as bhakti is not the definition which sami says as bhakti bhakti is not mere ritualism bhakti is not mere ritualism and it is not centered to individual growth alone yes it is not centered to individual growth alone avatar's mission is not for individuals but it is for the whole humanity so what is that bhakti should lead to all that what has been said here in the first paragraph this is what strikes to me in the first place correct yes but having that bhakti for the purpose which he has explained in true sense the bhakti should strive to get all this which he has mentioned in the first line removing injustice etc yes that person should have the characteristics which is mentioned below that is he should be above blame praise etc which he categorically mentioned once bhagwan said what is the nature of my devotee in one symbolic definition symbolic definition and i must confess i have not attained that level of devotion yet which is the rarest gift i am seeking from him and bhagwan says if you cut a sandalwood tree with a knife the sandalwood tree gives fragrance to the knife which cuts it my devotee is this sandalwood tree one should have the nature his swabhava should be like the sandalwood tree wow that is what he has explained in the next lines with people with such devotion who aspire to attain the lord and work 
for the welfare of mankind considering all blame and criticism shame and praise as absolutely insignificant courageously have complete faith on their ultimate reality and achieve their sadhana heroically let us take swami's own life yeah that's exactly what what was coming to my mind to you yeah. please go on sir there are ample of stories right from his childhood when he declared who is he yes till now and it may continue in future unfortunately gnanis have said he is supreme but those who have no wisdom ars they have their own ideas about god they talk they talk so much against swami and he bears all this yet he serves everybody yet he serves everybody yes want to ask something no 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 i was just <laughs> uh, reflecting exactly on this uh, i remember when from bhagwan's childhood uh, when swami for a very brief period comes home and you know we know that episode of how bhagwan was carrying water uh, for uh, his brother's family and also for the neighbors there and uh, mother is giving bath and mother sees that thickened uh a uh, skin scar. scar on his shoulder and and mother asks and uh, swami just evades that uh, query from the mother and uh, but mother insists and then uh, uh swami finally he, he gives in and he says that is nothing uh, mother that is you know anyway i am just bringing water and uh, how will they survive otherwise because you know they need water and because i was getting the neighbors also wanted so i got for them also but the mother says no but why do why do you have to do this we didn't send you for this and then swami says no but i have come for this only i have come for serving only <laughs> <laughs> okay moment this statement is made people who are missionary chills missionary zeal that i must do yes. something there are so many people who boil and fume against injustice mm. but i must mention here this struggle against injustice should be sadhana bhakti and decorum and discipline if we are talking about satya sai baba his mission and his kingdom and his ways i must say that task is so stupendous so stupendous so gigantic and i felt i am so fragile i also feel i should contribute to this but i feel i am so fragile but once name comes to me at this juncture a great man great bhakta of rama and a crusader of peace and devotion mm-hmm. whose works have inspired millions of people in the past and will continue to inspire millions in the future go swami tulsidas ji mm-hmm. from one of his stanza i personally draw inspiration mm-hmm. in fact this stupendous task of removing injustice etc etc from the society is to go against the evil is to go against evil and to go against evil i felt i am so fragile but tulsidas ji quotes one nice example and what happened once tulsidas ji was trying to write ramcharitmanas he was sitting near the banks of ganga ganga in varanasi and he was not able to download from his <laughs> from his links <laughs> <laughs> so his work stopped probably link failure <laughs> there was really a link failure from the ethereal domain mm. and he was taken aback 
what has happened i am getting no idea ramchandra manas is not complete mm. but nothing is coming to my mind and he looked into ganges someone guided him to look into ganga and he looked into ganga and he saw something and that gave him inspiration a vibration came to him and he started writing ramcharitmanas with one particular shloka and then it just went on until the end it never stopped again and that shloka to me is a climax of ramcharitmanas mm-hmm. and a guideline for anybody howsoever gigantic may be task howsoever tough may be the struggle to attain what bhagwan baba has said that inspires me and that shlok is jo ja ko sharan gayo wa kahwa ko laj wa kahwa ko laj ulte jal machli chale ulte jal मछली चले बहुजात गजराज बहुजात गजराज सियावर रामचंद्र की जय वॉट ही एक्चुअली साह वेरी इंटरेस्टिंग इंस्पायरिंग प्लीज लुक इन टू दिस केयरफुली एंड सिंसियरली ही सॉ स्मॉल फिश ट्रेवलिंग अगेंस्ट द माइटी करंट ऑफ मदर गंगा a fragile animal and he felt oh my goodness oh mother ganga this small fragile fish because it has surrendered to you and now because it has surrendered to you you have to protect his honor and to protect its honor you are allowing it to flow against your own mighty currents and that mighty elephant because it didn't surrender to you is getting washed along the currents along with currents bahujat gajraj bah gaya hathi bah gaya aur choti si machli tar gayi so i may be fish not elephant doesn't matter it doesn't matter sai karya even if we have to struggle against the evil when surrender is complete god will give us mighty strength to establish this righteousness dharma sansthapanarthaya sambhavame yuge yuge one name comes to me of a great messenger of god and son of god at this moment of time the crusader of peace son of god jesus but he said slowly i want to come to important point there are so many people fuming boiling against injustice not fuming not boiling what we need is sublimation to be messenger of god we need sublimation Jesus said in sermon on the mount blessed are those who do hunger and thirst and are pros- for the sake of righteousness and justice and are persecuted please note down that mission of Jesus and all his followers so nonviolent so loving so caring so much of mercy and they all were prosecuted and they were all so nonviolent this is one set of people correct but <laughs> we have a big history avatar comes for dharma sthapana <laughs> i am removing my own contradictions i am not teaching anybody i appreciate this wavelength of swami but mere appreciation means nothing if i have to be in the fold of satyasai means there has to be a decorum which he wants 
Let us take example of Krishna. There is a great contradiction. When I read this for the first time, I had a contradiction. One side is mission of Jesus so non-violent, so peaceful, struggling hard against injustice. And another is our own avatar, Lord Krishna. He fought battle. Yes. The biggest battle who have ever heard so far in the history. Then, we say, Bhagavan is talking about establishing dharma, an order, ahinsa paramo dharma. But Bhagavan in his previous avatar as Krishna, he fought battles. This contradiction I overcame and now I am at peace, I agree fully with what is required at this moment, at this juncture of time. Bhagavan has clarified this at length. He has taken total pain and he, he has gone sincerely into every part of Mahabharata Yudha explained in, very nicely explained in Summer Roses on Blue Mountain book, the summer course, Uti summer course, worth reading. You will come to tears when you understand Krishna and his mission and his Leela through that book. And Bhagavan said, people say Krishna is a warmonger and he also said Ahinsa Paramo Dharma. But Bhagavan has explained, intention behind the act and the act, both have to be weighed together before judgment is passed. What was the intention of Krishna? To remove a dharma and to protect dharma. It is not Hitler-like war. It is not Mussolini <laughs> type yes. of war. So Bhagavan says, it was a last resort and not the first resort. Correct. Why I am coming to these explanations? Because when Pushti asked me, what struck to your mind first? What struck to my mind first was, moment I read the first para, going by the first line, okay, let us do something now. Krishna also did war, we also fight war. No. First, let me have wisdom of Krishna. <laughs> let me on the be on the part of that side where Krishna is. Yatra Yogeshwar Krishna, Tatra Partha Dhanurdhara. There has to be Krishna, there has to be Arjuna. So, let me be first on that side. Okay. Times have changed. Dharma, Desha, Kala, Paristiti, according to change of times, God also changes His ways. So my boiling blood became cool when I read Swami's Summer Roses on Blue Mountain. Having stayed with Swami, now I understood. What is that? In current times and those days, what is the difference? Purposely I am taking this to a certain end this paragraph is very, very, very crucial. Very crucial paragraph. Those days, Bhagavan has explained there are three types of yuga, mainly four types of yuga. Treta yuga, Krita yuga, Dwapad yuga and Kali yuga. In Treta yuga and Krita yuga, bad and good, they were two different categories of people. Correct, sir? Yes. And then came Dwapar Yuga. Good and bad people, evil-minded and good-minded people came in the same family, Pandava and Kaurava. But in Kali Yuga, good and evil is present in everybody. And that is why Bhagavan Baba said, if I have to you if I have to remove wicked people, no one will be spared. <laughs> so he will bring righteousness upon whom? Through those means. <laughs> so those means are redundant in avataric mission of bringing righteousness and I have to follow in the same wavelength. That is why when you say what struck to me first, my boiling blood was first pacified and direction to our sadhana and be in line with Swami's thinking 
cleared. What is more important is to remove wickedness. Now let us see. A definition from Dharma Vaini is also essential at this juncture. As for me, it is what Bhagwan is giving a decorum to go ahead to foster world peace and our sadhana. It is in my language, it is evolutionary revolution. <laughs> evolutionary revolution, yes. Evolutionary revolution. Two examples come to my mind. Swami Vivekananda and Mahatma Gandhi who tried to establish an order, bring peace and remove slavery. Vivekananda used his words like swords to communicate to people his knowledge and wisdom and make people live like human beings. First, Mahatma Gandhi's example is known to everybody. Please, see this. Missionaries of those order, they encompass whole humanity. Millions were ready to jump into the mission of Mahatma Gandhi. Same type of feature, same characteristics they had as mentioned by Swami in the second paragraph. Look at the second paragraph. With what they were possessed? A noble cause of good order and removal of slavery through non-violence. How? Mahatma Gandhi explains. Unfortunately, I don't have that communion yet with God. And it is said, Bhagavan said this very clearly, Faith on their ultimate reality. Yes. Faith on their ultimate reality means communion with God within. It is not mere faith, but I would go one step ahead. Communion. Mahatma Gandhi explained to people that how he got this. I must tell this story here. Sure. Because Swami says, love, service and sadhana are the three disciplines in our hostel. Service. Mahatma Gandhi ji said, once he was serving people in plague camp in Johannesburg and late night he was serving somewhere and one lady told, see you are a great man, you are born for great cause. They are all people here affected with plague. You please go, you will die. You are needed for some other cause. There was an old Christian missionary lady, nurse there and she said, go. Mahatma Gandhi said, you are also human being. <laughs> hmm. You have no fear of death. Then why should I be afraid? Then he made a statement. My death is not decided by germs. <laughs> wow. <laughs> My death is not decided by germs. You are also human being. Every cause is noble. And he stayed there and Mahatma Gandhiji mentions late in the night or early dawn, morning hours he got into communion with that ultimate reality which Swami mentions we should have faith in that reality. And he said when he looks back into the time when Mahatma Gandhiji looks back into the time he said that silence of communion, intangible silence, was always my guiding force all through my life. That sustained his mission. Non-violent, absolutely non-violence, struggle for peace and justice and freedom. I have purposely quoted these two examples. I want to take shelter if you have any question, please stop me. Yeah, please, sir. Please go on. I think definitely Mahatma Gandhi and Vivekananda are absolutely... They demonstrate that courage, that faith and that heroism, spiritual heroism yes. that Bhagavan talks about. 
they have used their words as swords baba's mission is very clear we have sir in the in the recent past i have myself been witness to some some such things in punjab and baba brought me here i used to fight with him in his photo in punjab and i used to say bhagwan what is this these are all we see big missions in current times these are misguided mission of dharma sthapana <laughs> yes because first the word dharma itself has to be understood and bhagwan mentions this very clearly bhagwan says if you want to establish dharma first know what is dharma in clear sense then the means will means and ends will be put together properly and he says who in dharma vaini it is mentioned very clearly whether you are hindu muslim christian sikh jain anybody it is a universal definition given by satya sai baba and we are trying to follow in his footsteps we have to agree with all that he said <laughs> and he says those people any individual by whichever way he is striving to remove the six enemies within kama krodh madamo masar lobha is certainly on the path of dharma and then the next statement he says when this is so how can you consider the act of killing animals in the name of dharma and offer sacrifices because people found it is difficult to kill the animal within they started <laughs> killing animal in front of god <laughs> so therefore i have to have this decorum first that's why bhagwan says i have come to remove wickedness to remove wickedness so anybody who is removing wickedness within is really blessed soul to participate in satya sai baba dharma sthapana karya because the decorum of satya sai baba is different we have to terrorize our own tamas <laughs> <laughs> yes what do you say absolutely yes hmm. we have to terrorize all that is unpleasant within us i think that is that that is what is the true uh, crusade against terrorism <laughs> but what do you say about people who have misunderstood religion what to do tell me we are going to meet thanks to swami whether i am able to put everything to practice or not but i have understood now what to do we are going to serve we have to serve everybody tell me now what to do i have overcome this difficulty for me and i am sharing each one will have his own way there is no one way i have come to understand this how to look at this situation when people are divided in the basic definition of dharma and the dokaram required to bring about peace then i first felt baba means decorum then what next there should be no retaliation when people talk about mission of dharma sthapana it is not tit for tat now it is i am that <laughs> i am that from tit from tat to i am that second that is gyan marga second oh i see all these people what to do now then i must say either we say pity or serve which your way or digest this diversity how to digest ya devi sarvabhuteshu bhranti rupena sanstita 
ನಮಸ್ತೈ 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 ನಮೋ ನಮಃ ಭ್ರಾಂತಿ ರೂಪೇಣ ಭ್ರಾಂತಿ ರೂಪೇಣ ಇನ್ ದುರ್ಗಾ ಸಪ್ತಶತಿ ಉಯ್ ಕಮಕ್ರಾತಿಸ್ ಯಾವೀ ಸರ್ವೂತು ದಯಾರೂಪೇಣ ಸಂಸ್ಥಿ ನಮಸ್ತೈ 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 ನಮೋ ನಮಃ ಯಾವೀ ಸರ್ವೂತು ಶುಧಾರೂಪೇಣ ಸಂಸ್ಥಿ ನಮಸ್ತೈ 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 ನಮೋ ನಮಃ ಯಾವೀ ಸರ್ವೂತು ಕಾಂತಿಣ ಸಂಸ್ಥಿ ನಮಸ್ತೈ 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 ನಮೋ ನಮಃ ಓ ಡಿವೈನ್ ಮದರ್ I have to salute you in all this diversity and the worst of the diversity is this bhranti that is mother you are alone present even in people like me who are under bhranti illusion errors because not all the bhagwan has mentioned dharma glani yada yadai dharmasya glani bhavati bharata glani means not destruction but decline in the practice of dharma for example what is truth remains truth those definitions are not diluted only practice may decline so we have to terrorize the tamas within and to flow against this evil i feel surrender to that supreme force and just like tulsidas ji saw even a small fish could go against the current of ganga why not me even i should be able to go against this currents of evil first within me and outside wow amazing i am reminded of uh, martin luther king uh, who yes. said that our lives begin to end the day we become silent about things that matter oh <laughs> so nice by the way martin luther king the junior a glaring example of follower of mahatma gandhi yes non violent crusader yes of peace here i am reminded of something now a drastic change in the culture you see why all this problem start bhagwan is bound to end this i am sure i am sure about it one great jnani my guru told me on 11th march 2011 he told me this he said satya sai baba's real mission is yet to begin <laughs> no bali has seen his total power being manifested yet even i have not seen but i know what it is Look, sir, that's why Baba used to say, Oka chetu lo anubhavam pettaru, Oka chetu to chetu paina chai chaptaru, Shanti, 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 Vishwa shanti, alas tundi. You have atom bomb in one hand, and the other hand you raise and say, I will bring Vishwa shanti. No, it is not possible. Well, it is God's design that time should decline so much, but I tell you, <laughs> This is the right time. If you are little inclined to practice, good things will be lifted up soon. Yes. Kali Yuga is the best time to practice good things. <laughs> yes. You have a lot of push from the Divine. In fact, uh, as you mentioned about uh, Mahatma Gandhi and uh, Vivekananda, uh, again two um, fantastic source of inspiration for the youth of the times yes and i when i think whenever i think about uh, um swami vivekananda's teachings and you know many times uh, when you read bhagwan's literature and then you uh, see the path that swami vivekananda followed you can actually find uh, the same thing resonating in in so many ways in fact uh, uh here in this paragraph when you, you you have very clearly bhagwan is saying that 
sadhana is all about removing injustice restlessness and unto it is not about your personal liberation it is it is about ensuring that the society becomes a better place the society is on to the path of goodness on to the path of peace and righteousness and in fact i remember when swami vekananda returned from the us and uh, and he was trying to take all the brother monks and brother disciples onto this path and everyone felt that vivekananda was has completely misinterpreted uh, the master they, they there was a lot of opposition to uh, swami vivekananda at that point in time in fact uh, he was ridiculed and they said you know because all these monks they wanted to sit you know away from the world they wanted to just do their meditation seclusion and seclusion and you know we are monks and so in fact there was one person who challenged and he says why are you putting us you know all this uh, you are asking us to go out in the world and all this is maya you know why are you asking us to get in get a, uh, asking us to get into maya so we can ask so what what is it that you think we should we should we should be striving for mukti and we can and i said is that mukti not maya <laughs> you are thinking that mukti <laughs> is not maya is that mukti not maya <laughs> if you want that your atma should experience mukti that atma doesn't need mukti atma is already already it is it has attained the atma is already free so <laughs> what is it that you are trying to achieve and that is how he actually slowly try to clear the cobwebs and because most of the time uh, people because master uh, just like uh, bhagwan um, very difficult to understand the master the master yes followed a lot of rituals and if you looked at looked at sri ramkrishna paramahansa superficially you will think that is the way uh, um, towards spirituality but as swami vivekananda says my master can be understood in infinite ways in infinite dimensions and uh, he was the right, he was the voice of the master who, who who was able to channelize and understand the mission of the master and that's how when he started the mission also he said it has to bear the name of the master and they call it ramkrishna mission and i remember the very very powerful uh, um um interactions that swami vivekananda has after he comes back from the us in fact to, to this young monk who says that you know i'm not able to i've mentioned this before also you know this monk who tries to meditate and uh, he uh, he's not able to reach anywhere and then uh, once he goes to vivekananda and he says sir i'm i sit still in meditation i shut the door of my room i keep my eyes closed you know but i don't find any peace in my mind can you please you know guide me and that is when swami vivekananda says with a lot of uh, sympathy and love he says my boy if you take my word you will first of all open the door of your room and look around instead of closing your eyes <laughs> and then he says there are hundreds of poor and helpless people in your neighborhood you have to serve them to the best of your ability you will have to nurse and procure food and medicine for the sick you will have to feed those who have nothing to eat you will have to teach the ignorant my advice to you is that if you want peace of your mind you shall have to serve others to the best of your ability i want to add something to this pushti really gave insight from vivekananda's words that's why i said they had words and wisdom and no swords there are two categories of people basically two satanic joy and satvik joy <laughs> yes satanic joy and satvik joy i would like to say mere ritualism I want to end by coming to the first line of the paragraph which we began mere ritualism and there is a difference between spiritualism yes and sadhana mere ritualism in hindi we can say perverted spiritualism perverted spirituality perversion of religious dictums perversion 
मुंह में राम बगल में छूरा दैट इज राम 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 ऑन द टंग एंड आई हैव अ डैगर इन द हैंड नो नो देर फोर बिग मिशन मिस गाइडेड मिशंस टू एस्टेब्लिश पीस विथ रॉन्ग मीन्स आई एम आई हैपन टू मीट अ ग्रेट सेंट वंस वेन आई वॉज गोइंग थ्रू दिस लिटरेचर ऑफ स्वामी एंड आई वॉज टॉक वंस लॉन्ग एगो आई वॉज थिंकिंग अबाउट मीन्स एंड एंड्स मोर इम्पॉर्टेंट दैन वॉट स्वामी हैज टोल्ड दिस हियर इट स्ट्राइक्स टू मी इमिजिएटली मीन्स एंड एंड्स Krishna's times were different. If we are children of Satya Sai, and part of Satya Sai to be part of this mission of righteousness, peace, and justice, we have to look at. We have to look at means and end both. What should be the means for these ends? One great saint told me, with right means. end is bound to be good hmm. but there cannot be wrong means for a good end <laughs> <laughs> there cannot be wrong means for a good end that's why this paragraph is very very crucial and he has made it clear have faith in your ultimate reality and ultimate reality is not certain but ultimate reality is sattva and atma therefore we have to terrorize the tamas within and not become perverted religious people but people with decorum of those who are removing animal within and part of this mission of righteousness this is my inspiration personal inspiration that i draw by reading this and being in company of people like pushti <laughs> and cj and uh, i am so grateful to organizers of today's session and i offer it to our dearest bhagwan thank you so much jai sai ram jai sai ram sir thank you so much and uh, in fact as you uh, concluded i just reminded of uh, one little anecdote i was just reading the life of professor kasturi you know and sometime it happened in the 70s that uh, this was mentioned to me by professor anil kumar anil kumar sir had just come to bhagwan the, f- the first time that he was coming to prashant nilayam and you know he he had uh, four children and the older one was um 5 years old and so there was a little one on his arms and uh somehow you know prashanti at that point in time also didn't have so many facilities we are talking about 70s and he was uh looking for water and uh, he happened to see professor kasturi sir and so he asked sir can i get some water and swami was already was about to come and you know everybody was rushing for darshan and professor kasturi said ha ah, yes and uh, so he said sir i'm sorry if you're going to get late for darshan and professor kasturi said no 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 don't worry swami will be happy if i first give you water hmm. than me going for darshan this is what swami will like and you know to professor anil kumar he says you know there was a first time i was coming to prashantinilayam and that is what has remained in his mind you know and that is what has remained in his mind about prashant nilayam about the experience of being here and also about professor kasturi and today i was just thinking you know so professor kasturi is one again someone an, an exalted devotee of the lord and someone who who was picked by bhagwan to do such fantastic work of writing his life and for him that sadhana was to to ensure that you are spreading peace to ensure that you are practicing love ensure that you know you are following that path of dharma and that is what is sadhana so i think here very beautifully bhagwan equates that sadhana is only when you take to the path of uh, practicing truth take to the path of practicing love take to the path of making the world a better place and if you are doing that then you are already a devotee then you are already 
practicing bhakti and of course there will be challenges and i think the very beautiful example that sir gave also here uh, of the sandalwood tree i think every devotee i think that is something that we all all of us uh, can remember that if you are a devotee then whenever we come across challenges if you can remember that i have to be like the sandalwood tree and you know whenever i think about tree in fact another very beautiful thing that swami once mentioned to students in the trai brindavan uh, swami was talking about um, uh, a field and there is a road on one half of the road on one side of the road um, the land is dry and the trees are um, not green the trees are dry and on the other side you have all the trees uh, which are green which are prosperous and uh, but it is the same field and they have experienced the same sunlight they have experienced the same uh, rain they experience the same sort of nutrients and what is the difference and the swami asked this question to all the boys actually and then swami answered saying the only difference is where there is greenery it is because the roots of those tree have gone deep Yeah, Swami says it's it's the same with uh, my grace also. So just like there is rain and there is sunshine, so my grace is already there. It's it, it's there on all. But Swami says you can experience maximum joy and benefit from it only if you go deep. <laughs> so so we are those sort of trees where we, which receives a lot of sun, which receives a lot of rain from God. But uh, if we have to make use of it, then we have to go deep. and only, only then you know you you can uh, benefit from all that and i think only when we do that as sir also very beautifully mentioned you know only when we have that faith in that ultimate reality which is the connect connect with the inner swami that is when um, only when you bolster our inner self we can say that we are on the path of sadhana so i think uh, uh, bhagwan has defined what is sadhana as he begins this chapter 10 and uh, there is lot more uh, in this chapter 10 bhagwan has explained many very beautiful concepts and let us uh, pray to swami that he guides us as we begin to unravel the beautiful directions that bhagwan shares with us in this 10th chapter of prema vahini so dear listeners if you have any queries or comments please feel free to write to us as always you can write to listener at radiosai.org with grateful pranams to bhagwan for enabling us to continue this discussion on prema vahini and thanks to kishore sir for joining us we bring this session to a close as an offering at his lotus feet thank you so much sara You were listening to an episode of our program Vahini Satsang. This episode was first aired on the 17th August 2017 as part of Thursday live from Prashanthinilam on Asia Stream of Radio Sai Global Harmony. This program was hosted by Bishu and Sai Prakash of Team Radio Sai. Thank you and Sai Ram.